because we were just singing L'chaim, I think it's very appropriate to, um, to take note of the fact that, uh, well, I've only been around a few years, but this past week we actually see facts on, uh, facts yes. on the ground now, as they say, that actual work has begun on the construction, <coughs> follow on the groundbreaking, and it's sure. a wonderful Mazatov and L'chaim is very much in order, right, the beginning. Sure. It's going to take a while, but the first step is what you need to get going, right? Thank you, Mr. Zwani. Having been here a lot longer, I remember towards the beginning, was it the second banquet or the third banquet? And you said we'll be in our uh, Mikdash Ma'at in a year. I, mean, I just didn't say when the year was starting from. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> It'll be a year. It'll be a year. <laughs> I, I, I whispered Lee Nether. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. I will say it is. It's true. It's, uh, I will say it. It's, I, I would add on to Mrs. Warner, then we'll get into our learning. You know, it's always such an interesting thing just to see kind of how how life works. You know, Baruch Hashem is a kehilo. We celebrate, thank God, like a really a beautiful and meaningful step forward. It's so interesting. Like Baruch Hashem now, they're clearing the site and every single day you see something else comes down. A retaining wall is going in next week. Dirt is going to be incredible things. You move forward and let, you know, like out of the other side, we see just the terrible bloodshed that happened this week in Texas and we see such a overwhelming, overwhelming catastrophe and tragedy and it's an it's an amazing thing like you look in Eretz Yisrael it's Yom Yerushalayim it's Yom Yerushalayim and how is Eretz Yisrael preparing for Yom Yerushalayim in Sterot they've moved out the mobile bomb shelters they're redeploying Iron Dome now because again because Hamas is threatening that if you march through the the Muslim quarter that there's going to be this you know in Hasidus there's the concept of Ratzav Vishov which translates loosely as forward and backwards. That, that life is this constant tension. We move forward, we're pulled backwards. We move forward, we pull backwards. And you see it just in the dynamic of life. You have a simcha, you have a tzara. You have a tzara, you have a simcha. So I will say, see, you think to yourself, well, if that's life, if life is ratza v'shov, if it's a back and forth like that, then Lamaisa, how, oh, how do you get ahead? How do you get ahead? So, you know what the secret to success is? I mean, I don't know what the secret to success is. <laughs> but, but I think that one of the yesodos of success may be that hopefully to always move forward more than you're pulled back. So at least in life, it's three steps forward, two steps back. So, and that's the nature of life. Because sometimes we think that, oh, I just want to move forward, move forward, move forward, move forward. It never happens like that. It doesn't happen for humanity, and it doesn't happen as individuals. But if we could just always make sure that at the end of the day, at least at the end of the day, I'm, I'm one step ahead. I'm just a little bit more ahead than where I was before. That's a successful life. So we should be zocha, Rabbi Hussain. We should be zocha. Kehillah should celebrate Simchas. But the truth is, Klali Sof should celebrate Simchas. And the truth is, mankind Mankind should celebrate Simchas. What I'd like to do for the next two weeks, and again, I, 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 can't, I don't think we could really give proper credit to Rabtzi every single week. I was just with Rabtzi at a Simcha. We were just at the same Simcha. I'm walking in, I'm walking in, he's walking out. 
like, gotta make the schnitzel. <laughs> gotta make the donuts, right? Got, gotta make the schnitzel. <laughs> That's a little bit yeah, If you're older, if you're old enough, you remember, gotta make the donuts, right? right? Got, gotta make the schnitzel. So, mamish, like, I'm going into a simcha, enjoying this. It's these leaving to make the schnitzel. So, like, we, it appears for us, and okay, we can make the jokes, so all the different jokes, but Lamai said it's delicious and it's beautiful. On behalf of the entire share, just thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Are we settled on this menu of schnitzel and kugel? Because this is the third week. This is the third week of it. I'm just not going to. It's different schnitzel. You should know about it. It's different schnitzel. Very different. How he doesn't. There's nuance. There's always nuance. Is that what it is? Very different. But Zevi is, by the way, been giving me some tips behind the scenes. I'm the Good. He's actually I'm the Howie Whisperer. Right. <laughs> By the way, you could you could email suggestions at chasiduschabura.org. Right? And it goes right there, sees inbox, right? There's inbox. And he'll, uh, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll also take requests. He'll take requests. No, I don't have, there's actually no email. You can write it on a piece of paper. And then in the corner over there, is the there's a crack in the wall. There. It's like the castle. Yeah. It's like the castle. You can just insert it. Just put it right there. You see that great thing? Big, the big great bucket with the yeah, black with the bag. bag in it. And then I'll collect the ideas later. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. Then we'll see Hashikayach again. So Hashikayach to Tzvi and. Uh, Really, see, thank you, thank you. I will say we're always looking for sponsors. So, Baruch if you want to sponsor, you can private message me afterwards. I will say, So, I will say, what I want to do for the next two weeks is I want to, we're going to learn the Chalban. But what I wanted to do is, some of you may not know, the Chalban has a whole Sefer on Shavuos. A whole Sefer on Shavuos. So, we're going to spend the next two weeks focusing on the Chalban on Shavuos. I know we're going to have to do, I don't want to give up. I'm not, we're not giving up. I don't want to give up. We're not giving up on Akitsa Verandu. We're still going to continue to learn that as well. But I figure, you know what? Shloshin Yom Koldem Achag. He's supposed to prepare for Yom Tif. 30 days beforehand. We're already within the 30 days. is a week before Yom Tif. So we'll spend this week and next week in Merit Hashem focusing on Shavuos. So I want to share with you a beautiful idea. And I wanted to show you something amazing. You're actually going to see, uh, amazingly enough, I, 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 I chose this essay that we're going to, essay, it's not an essay. I, cho- I chose this piece that we're going to do by the, by the Chalban because I actually never learned it before. But amazingly enough, we're going to see that there's actually some crossover between what we're learning on Akitsu Varanunu and this piece. So we'll also listen to this. So you already see from the title, Ha'achdus Mafteach Torah. Achdus Aftur, Achtos is the entranceway or the key to Kabbalah Satora. You'll also see, by the way, that his, his writing over here is a little bit different. Akitsu Varananu is probably the Chalban's most esoteric safer. This is, a, you'll see a little bit, still esoteric, but a, a little bit less. Look what he writes. Vaichan Sham Yisol Megedahar. Omdim Anu Shavuos. We'll say, here we are. And by the way, his wording, you have to understand, is taken from the Chalban's Shi'urin. That's, that's what the Sefer is based on. So this is the shir that he's giving right before Shavuos. So literally, we're standing, we're standing right before, a week before Shavuos. The Any person who has a neshama, right? any person who has a holy neshama, which of course is all of us, right? feels, feels a feeling of Yirash Shamayim. I will say, how do you translate Yirash Shamayim? How do you translate that? Fear of heaven. Oh, so Azriel has been to enough shir, and he knows. Rabbi Yitzhak Rabbi says, Chas v'shalom to translate Yira as fear. He says, why? He says, when you fear something, by definition, you distance yourself from it. So I fear fire. I fear fire. So that's why I'm careful. I don't get too close to fire. 
Hashem can't be fear of Hashem because fear would push me away. I don't want to come. I want, I want to come closer. Yiras Hashem means an awe or reverence. Now, when you when you revere something, you're not like you know putting your arm around it, right? So it's on a pedestal. It's on a pedestal. It's at a little bit of a distance, but it's not at a distance because I fear it. It's at a distance because I look up to it. So says the Chavan. We're here right before Shavuos. And any person, any Yid who has a Neshama Gidosha, which is every Yid, and any Yid who has a Ragesh, a feeling of Yerushalayim, which is every Yid, Malihu Bechadras Kodesh. I will say there's a certain Bechadras Kodesh. There's a certain, this Lashna is interesting. How would you translate Charadas Kodesh? What does Charada mean? A holy trembling. A holy trembling. Right? Like, like, a, like a, 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 almost like a, a trembling of Kedusha. And I will say, you know, like there are some times in life where you feel that there's so much holiness there that it's almost like, it's like a shtickle paralyzing. Like, you know, you know, sometimes you ever get this where, you know, I remember, I'll tell you just the Maisa Shai Kachayo. When I was living in Eretz Yisrael, so I was coming home, I was coming home, I was living in Eretz Yisrael, and I wanted to get, Rabbi Shlomo Zavon Arbach, Zerich was alive. And I wanted to get a bracha from him before I came back to America. So people said, if you want to get a bracha from Shlomo Zavon, go in Davin, at the Grashul, in Shari Chesed. Shalom lived right across the street from the Grashul. So, okay, I and like 50,000 other people had this idea. So we go to Dav Mincha at the Grashul. Shalom Zaman is walking down, walking down, and everybody's following. And they're with my Chavrusa, they're my Chavrusa. And we said, okay, there's no way we're going to get to speak to him, but at least again, to see an Adam God, to see a great person is an incredible thing as well. So we're going down the stairs. She gave up on getting. I don't know how this happened. His gabai, who was a South African individual, turned to me and my and said, do you want to speak to the Rav? Yeah. We said, yes. He said, get in. Yeah. We got in the car with Shlomo Zaman Arbach. And I will say, so I think he just felt bad. We obviously looked at a place. He's like, okay, it's like Kiruv, you know? So he, he invited us in. And I will say, it was one of these Israeli subcompacts. You know, they don't sell these cars anywhere else in the world because they're, they're, like, they're like illegal, like illegal. So like the back seat is in the front seat. So Rav Shalom Zaman is sitting in the front seat. I remember like yesterday. He turned around to us. He turned around to us. And literally, I, he said, like, Mashlom Chem or whatever. And I was like, Huh. <laughs> right? I literally, my chavusa was like this, like, like talk. I, I, I could not talk. Could not talk. The end of the night says we drove with him to his house. Actually, we must have driven somewhere because he lived across the street. I don't know how it happened, but we drove with him somewhere. He invited us into his home. We went to Rabbi Shalom Zalman's home. He invited us into his study. Into his study. I remember he gave me the most beautiful, beautiful bracha for Atzlacha, Shiduchim, and Talmud Torah, and all different brachas. I was standing in Shlomo Zaman in his in his study. So whenever I see this phrase like Bechadras Kodesh, Chadras Kodesh, again, it doesn't mean a fear. It just means that sometimes, like when you're in the presence of just <coughs> such, on I'll just tell you by the way, I, I literally like attribute every bracha I have in my life to that bracha from Shlomo Zaman. It was it was one of the most moving experiences of my entire life to be with a gadol shavi Yisrael, but you felt like you were with your grandfather. You felt like you were with your grandfather, someone who loved you and cared about you, and you weren't taking up his time. He literally wanted to be with you. So we'll say that's chadras kodesh, charadas kodesh, not a fear, but when you're faced with kedusha, it's like 
I'm like stumbling. I, I don't know what to do. So says the Chalban, Shavuos is coming. And I will say, this is also, Liskos, the Kabbal Torah. Because I will say, what is it that happens on Shavuos? You know, there's an interesting idea. There's an interesting Machlokes HaPoskim. Do we stand during Aseris Hadibros? Right? The Gabbai. The Gabbai always makes a clap right before Aseris Hadibros to stand up. Big Machlokes HaPoskim. Whether or not you should stand up for Aseris Hadibros. In fact, interesting enough, most Poskim say that if you don't stand for Kriyas Torah normally, you should not stand up for Aseris Hadibros. Why? Because it looks like you're showing importance and covet to one part of the Torah. Sarasa Debros is no more important than Parashas Bechul Kosai. It's no more important than Parashas Samar. no more important than Parashas Yisrael. It's all the same thing. Right? It's, it's all the same thing. Surabi Salavechik, Zechatadik Livracha says, no. Why do we stand up during, during Sarasa Debros? It's not to give covet to the Sarasa Debros, it's to reenact Matan Torah. That when we received the Torah thousands of years ago, it was Ba'amido, we stood. On Shavuos, when we read Aseras Hadiros Rabosa, it's not the Pshat that we're remembering something that occurred. There is a brand new Kabbalah's HaTorah, a brand new experience that is happening all <clears throat> over again. So we stand because we are re-receiving the Torah. That's the Charodas Kodesh. L'zakos l'kabal Torah. L'shefa chidushim u'psichas leiv l'chach masu l'ofiyah. And we'll say, what happens on Shavuos? Listen to his words. Shefa chidushim. And we'll say, what does Shefa chidushim mean? Shef, like a, a, a downpour of novel ideas. Yeah, we'll say, this is a part of us that often, that often we don't think about as much, which is, which is that part of Torah is to come up with your own novel ideas. We, we don't think about this so much. We think about, like, Torah is like learning Torah. You're supposed to come up with Chidush I'll tell you two amazing things. When I remember when I was in, when I, when I took a trip to Poland a couple of years ago, one of the most incredible things we did was we went to Yeshiva's Chachmei Lublin. Ramir Shepard to give Dafyomi. And Yeshiva's Chachmei Lublin, which was an incredible schos. So they have like the base medrash, and then part of the yeshiva was converted into a museum, part of his hotel, the museum. So in the museum, it's incredible. They have a piece of paper, piece of paper from the yeshiva that detailed the schedule, the schedule of yeshiva's Chachmei Lublin. So Shachru, there was a pre Shachru, whatever it was, you know, you woke up at 5.45, five, that was late, they woke up late, I think, 5.45. As well as that's when they're waking up. So again, they had Shachrus at 7, there was a state, fine. What was the last part of the night? The last part of the night was right Chidush Torah. The Lublino Rav wanted his Talmudin to come up with novel ideas. He's like, Torah has to be yours. It has to be yours. And how do you make it yours with the Chidush? Now, both say, that doesn't mean you should just go around and start uh, you know, making expositions and drushes and, ah, I found the 614th mitzvah. <laughs> ah, I'm like the Christopher Columbus of Torah, right? I just found, no, that's not what it means. But, but what it means is, you learn a piece of Torah, say, you have a ha'ara, you have a thought, you bring something new to the table. That's the power of Chiddush. I, I just saw actually last week that um, for the first yard site of the Kiddush Meron, of the 45 Kiddush Meron, uh, Ramalkiel Kotler in Lakewood after, gave, gave the, said to the yeshiva that every Talmud in the yeshiva should go ahead and try to come up with Chiddush Torah Le'ilui nishmas the 45 kidoshim, And BMG, they just put out a safer. Now, just by Lagba Omer, 
with Sefer Chidush Torah, all Chidushim for the Talmud Nishim. say, incredible, incredible. There's a power when a Yid is Mechandesh something, I'm Kona Torah. See, we often think you're Kona, you acquire Torah when you learn it. That's true, that's the first step. But how does it become yours? It becomes yours when you introduce part of yourself into it. How do you introduce part of yourself? Chidush. So and Shavuos the Chalban says, Shefa Chidushim. There's, I will say, why, why do we stay up learning all night? Yeah, I will say, think about it just a moment. Like, if you think about it, I have often felt, I, I've often struggled with this. Like, to a certain degree, it's like the law of diminishing returns, right? So what happens? You stay up all night, it's fantastic. You hop in five hours. It's not really five hours because you get there, you schmooze, then there's a barbecue, right? <laughs> then there's indigestion from the barbecue. Then there's the four bathroom trips in the barbecue, right? So by the time you finish, I've learned for 25 minutes, right? Right out of, out of a whole... That's right. So, so right, what, what's, what's interesting to know, and then what happens? Then the next day, there's a 14-hour nap, right? So you think like, I don't know, like I think I kind of learned more on a, on a regular Shabbos. But the point over here is that on Shavuos, there is this Shefach Yidushim. See, it comes down to of Shavuos, there's like this Shefa, there's this downpour of Koach HaTorah, and it happens on the night of Shavuos. And I want to absorb it. It's not about the hours that you learn. It's about going ahead and just being present when that Shefa comes down. He goes on, V'hinei, be'emes, sarech kol adam, l'adaas hetiv, shenekudas hashaychu shalo el HaTorah, Novaas me'etzem heyoso ben Yisrael. Everybody watch this. Says the Chalban. It is important for a Yid to know that say, what's my Sheikhus to Torah? Say, how do I have a connection to Torah? What's, what's the nature of my connection? So the Chalban posits the reason I have a connection is because I am a Ben Yisrael. Now, what does it mean to be a Ben Yisrael? That I am a part of Am Yisrael. You see, there is no such thing as a connection to Torah as a Yachid. There's no such thing. There's only a connection to Torah if you are a part of the Am. Torah, Tziva, Lanu, Moshe, Morasha, Kihilas, Yaakov. Who gets Torah? You will say, who gets Torah? Kihilas, Yaakov. Right? Not an individual. An individual doesn't get Torah. A Jew by himself doesn't get Torah. Kehilas Yaakov gets Torah. The way you acquire Torah is by being a member of Am Yisrael. He'll say, what an incredible, I don't even know what to do with this yet. But how incredible is this? There's no Torah when you're an individual. There's no Torah when you're a Yachid. There's no Torah when you're cut off from the Kehillah. There's no Torah when you're cut off from the Kal. Morasha Kehillah Yaakov. If you want to tap into the greatness of Torah, you want to tap into the energies of Torah, you want your own Chidushe Torah, you have to be part of Kehillah Yaakov. You have to be part of the Am. Lefichach. Listen to this. That's why the Gemara says that a guy shalom says there's a lot of explanation with this, but again, we're not going to get into it tonight. If a guy learns Torah, it's chayiv misa. Why is a guy? Because it doesn't belong to him. It's like taking something that does not belong to you. Who does Torah belong to? Morasha kihilas Yaakov. Morasha kihilas Yaakov. So the Chaban goes on. Kishem she'etzim ha-shaychu shalana l'Torah, nova'as mizahosin ha-lumis. So in the same way that our connection to Torah stems 
say the lashon over is very beautiful. What does that mean? It means from our national identity, like like tudat zeut in in modern Hebrew is like your identification card, your citizenship. So mizautenu haleumit means our national identity. Our shaykhs to Torah comes from our national identity. Kenu benogeya lahasagas haTorah. He will say it's not just the pshat that my connection to Torah is because I'm a member of the Klal, but it's also my understanding of Torah comes as a result that I'm a member of the Klal. It is only if you are a member of Kihilas Yaakov that ultimately you have a, what he calls a Shaykhus, a connection to Torah, and only if you're a member of the Klal that you have the ability to access the wisdom of Torah. Listen to this. Therefore, the more that a person's life is intertwined with Am Yisrael, so we'll say, what, what does this mean? How connected am I to Am Yisrael? Think about it just a moment. Like, what's, what's my connection to the cloud? To the cloud. Then I'll say, by the way, that can be the many different levels. What's my connection to my kihila? What's my connection to my community? In other words, what's my relationship to Klal Yisrael? The deeper my connection, the more, the more intertwined my connection is, listen to this, right from Akitsufranu, same Russian. The more I look at myself as what? I'm not a whole. What am I, I'll say? What am I? What am I? I'm a limb. Well, it's Akitsufranu. Give me Akitsufranu. I had this. I'm a limb. Vita, a cell. And the part of the Shekhinah, Klalos Yisrael, Kein Misra Behasagasa Udvekuso Ba'ashem Yisbarach HaBatorah. They both say, this is such an incredible Yisod. The more connected you are to Am Yisrael, the more connected you are to Torah. They both say, so we've often thought, I've gone through my whole life. It's amazing. I say, Chaban, where have you been my whole life? Right? I've gone through my whole life thinking that my connection to Torah is fundamentally related to how much Torah I learn how much time I put into Limud, to which the Chaban says, that's true. That's part of it. You know what? The other part which determines your success, and success is defined in two ways, Shaykh's connection and Havana Chachma understanding is directly related to your connection to Am Yisrael. The more connected you are to Am Yisrael, the greater your connection to Torah. And I both say it makes sense because Torah tziva lanu Moshe morasha kihilas Yaakov. Torah belongs to the kihilas Yaakov, belongs to the klal. It doesn't belong to the individual. So if you're connected to the klal, you get the Torah. You live on your own, you don't have the same connection. Zesot ha'anova shehimafteach Torah. And I both say here the Chaban says, this is the secret, this is interesting, of anova. I both say what's anova? Humility. Humility. Now watch this. Humility, the Chaban posits, is the key to success in Torah. Let's talk about just a moment. What does another, what does humility have to do with this? At the end of the day, think about this just a moment. When we speak about humility, how does true, what does true humility mean? For a yid, what does true humility mean? What would you say? What, is hum- what, what does it mean to be humble? Machni yourself to what? Uh, what? To the other. To the other. Yeah. So the Chaban will say, the highest form of humility is essentially sublimation of the self to the collective. That meaning, 
Life is not about me. Life is not about me. In other words, what do you mean when I say life is, not, life is about me? In other words, my life is about me. What it, what it means is that a fully self-actualized and fulfilling life is not lived as an individual. It's lived as part of the collective. That's anova. See, we'll say, think about this. Some, you know, the marasa, sometimes the way to understand one thing is to understand its opposite, right? What's the opposite of anova? What's the opposite of anova? Gaiva. What does gaiva mean? Egocentricity. Right? So we translate it as arrogance. It's arrogance. But really what it is, it's self-centeredness. It's egocentricity. Everything is about me. And everything is for me. I need this. I want this. I, this should be like this. So I'll say the opposite is when life is not about me. When my life is spent in service of the other. But the other in this case is not simply an individual. The other in this case, ultimately, is the cloud, is cloud Yisrael. Anova is when I recognize that my true koach, as an individual, my true koach in Torah, comes when I am connected to, Akkadu, to, to the cloud. And I will say, who was the greatest Anov? Who was the greatest Anov? Moshe Rabbeinu. And I will say, now we understand. Why was Moshe, Moshe you know, it's interesting, because if you think about it, Torah says, Va'ish Moshe Anov Mikol Adam. Moshe, if I were to ask you, if I were to ask you, what behaviors in Moshe do you see that made him, that made him humble? What would you say? Well, what did he do that made him humble? Well, he said... He, he deferred. He said, write me out too. But the truth is, I would say, if you think about it, by the way, I don't even know if that's humility. If you think about it, it's like it's like brazenness, right? Okay. Right. I have to come. Good, good. So let let me let me run this. I think if if you look, I'm sorry by the snare, right? You find this self-effacing. What the Chaban would say? Do you know Moshe Rabbeinu's greatest tanova? Moshe Rabbeinu's life was not about him. He gave up all the normal trappings of individual life. He essentially gave up his wife. He gave up his children. He gave up any sense of normalcy in order to serve the Klal. That's what it means. And right, same as Rabbi Shai is saying, that when he says about the Egel, erase me, there's no me without them. Or, right, right, there's no me without them. In other words, if you wipe out them, then, then I'm gone also. I, I'm, I'm gone also. You mentioned this in the previous, like a few weeks ago, that he was just a shepherd. He didn't, this wasn't he, he didn't want it. He, he didn't, didn't want, want it. This. Absolutely. His uh, life, Became for people, not for himself. Absolutely, and, and that's and that's the anova. That's the anova Moshe Benu. <clears throat> anova, to me, is having fears and living fears to other people, to, to other things, and uh, structuring your life not on basis of your needs. But bases on the chiyavs that you For what others, absolutely. And, and I think that's very much in line with what he's saying over here. Uh, anova means my life is not about me. My life is about me being part of the collective. Responsibilities towards the other chiyuvim, towards the other absolute. Well, so let's do one more line and we'll stop for tonight. Hamaram, <laughs> by the way, is, is this not life altering? Is it only me? Is it only me? It feels like it, it, it's, it's, I mean. Is because you exemplify 
So, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that right now. We're gonna see you're saying very good because the next step is how this ties back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's creating a simple yet profound construct. Torah was given to the klal. It was never given to individuals, right? Therefore, the only way to access Torah is through connection to the klal. So, you want to tap into Torah and all of its grandeur. The entry point to Torah, and that's why he writes over here, Ha'achtus Mafteach Torah. Right? That's the, that's, that, that's the title. Achtus is the key to entry to Torah. There is no success in Torah as an individual. Now again, we're going to see he's bringing in Moshe Rabbeinu because the another reason. Let's do one more line. We're going to come, we're going to, come to the relationship with Hashem more next week. So, with this we're going to stop. Listen to this. Listen to this. Wow, it's like waiters here. It's, so it's incredible. What did you do? Like, like just like, uh, did you tap on the table? Tap on the table. Wow, wow, incredible, incredible. On demand. That's fantastic. Fantastic. All right, so listen to this. That's an incredible kasha. What's I? Why did? Why didn't the avos? Why didn't the avos get the Torah? Why didn't the Avos get the Torah? Right? Why didn't Hashem give Torah to Avram, to Yitzchak, and to Yaakov? So, Moshe, listen to this. Avram was great, but he was a Yochid. Yitzchak was great, he was an individual. Yaakov was great, but it was just him. Torah is not given to individuals. Lefichach, Avosinu Hakidoshim, Af She'ein Lemaila Mima'alosam. There's no one greater than the Avos. How do we start Shimon Esrei every single day? Like Avram, like Yitzchak, like Yaakov. There's no one greater than the Avos. As great as the Avos were, they don't hold a candle to what the Klal can accomplish. Who ha'am klalos Yisrael? Rabosai, is that not something absolutely amazing? Even though Avinu, you know, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Yuma says, Avinu kept kalatara kula even erev tavshilin. You could keep it, you could observe it. It's not yours. It's not yours because Torah is not given to individuals. Torah is only given to the klal, only given to the nation. Ze shoresh hashaychos le'Torah u'lekedushasa. Sorry, we'll stop over here for tonight. We'll stop over tonight. I'll say just an incredible, incredible piece. Now we've created the framework. I'll say the Torah. And again, we know where this is going to go. You know, I'll say, see, you understand what the Chaban is teaching us. That if you want to really tap into the full Kiddush and full energy of Torah, it's all about Ya'achtos. It's all about Ya'achtos. How connected I am to the Klal and how in love I am with the Klal and how much I do for the Klal will fundamentally determine my connection and my understanding, my appreciation, and my inspiration from Torah. All right, the boss will stop over tonight. Shkayach. You mean, say what? Meaning, someone's not connected to the Klal. It goes about learning, meaning, does that now bring upon... Bring him closer to the cloud. Bring him closer to the cloud. I think it has to work both ways. Because what Rabbi is saying is that if someone learns as a yachid, does that learning bring him closer to the cloud? So I, I would think 
It has to work that way. Because if the Torah belongs to the Klal, then by definition, when you learn it, you're brought closer. Yeah. It depends, I think, what your, what your intent is. Learning it to separate yourself, to, to, only, to only kind of build Bolster yourself. Unless maybe, or, may, or maybe it just happens de facto. In other words, maybe even if you're learning for all the wrong reasons, and that's the Shalom, the Shemar, even for not the right reasons, maybe something just happens to you. If something is so intrinsically linked with Klal Yisrael, it has to be that after I learn it, by definition, I'm brought closer. Yeah, we don't paskin that way. Yeah. Right? We, 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 we paskin, learn. Learn, even for all the wrong reasons. Practically, right? pra- practically speaking, right. people that you find that are learning a lot are very connected. Right. To the community. So... Right. Yeah, it happens, right? right. I, is that is that true? Is I, that's what I find. I don't, I don't find that many. I, I'd like to. I'd like to think like, that that's for true. For eighty years, they learned and they didn't. Uh, they weren't they part never of any club. Right. The Gemara and Tainus know that Torah has to go to, from a high place to a low place. Right. So if you have Gaiva, then you're you're not in a low place. Right. So Absolutely. So Torah, Torah, them shall lie. Right. You're just blocking Beautiful. Beautiful. Should we sing one more? Uh, one more nigga, a song, if we have time. Oh, man, it's beautiful. Oh, what? I'm sorry. Are you serious? Are you serious? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he really did it? You want to shave part of the time? don't mess this up. It's a lot of pressure.
Seamless. 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 Seamless.